Welcome to Cup Talk. I'm Nick. And I'm Benny. All right, Benny, we got to get into this episode. Um, it's our first of the two uh, NHL preview shows. It's going to be good. Going to chat it up. Yeah, got lots of good stuff to talk about. Uh, we'll talk about some stuff before we get to that, though. And today we're going to have an interview with Caden uh, Nielsen, plays for UVU. All right. So, be a good interview with him. But um wanted to point out that we got some new shirts. Um, got some new shirts made. Um, if you would like one, just uh, DM me on the Instagram or whatever. You know, hit me up. Support your local <laughs> podcast. So, support your local hockey podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we got some new shirts. They're pretty cool. Um, check them out on the Instagram. And if you want one, let me know. And looking looking to, you know, get some uh, sponsors for the show. You know, get that. that. I mean, you help us, we help you kind of thing. That'd Make it good. happen. You need, you need advertisement? We got it. We got it. Utah's number one hockey podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Trademark LLC. <laughs> Yeah, but no, no, no. The numbers are up. The numbers are up. The numbers are good for the podcast. That's good. Um, trying to build some steam behind that. You know, keep on rolling. Um, you know, kind of get more consistent this season. Last season was not consistent, so we're looking to get back on track, and we are doing good. So, Benny, what's up? What's how was your weekend? It was good. It was good. Um, I don't even know. Really what I did, to be honest. <laughs> Probably cleaned out the garage a little bit, a little bit of this. You, you already did the garage cleaning out? You've only you've had the house for a year? Is it? we hit the one-year mark? No, next month is a year. Is one next year? Next month is a year, yeah. And you're already cleaning out the garage? No, no, it's just cleaning the garage. It was like we were so anxious, like, getting the house, got to get everything, so we moved stuff there, and then, like, oh, winter okay. came, and so nothing was really ever, like, set up or organized, so it's just a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Slowly starting to... Move things around. Because I, I hit the garage at least once a year, you know, like, I mean, it's good. You know, the hockey bags, I mean, that's where they live. So everything kind of gets cluttered around the hockey bags and this and that. So every year, take it time to clean it out and, you know, get a fresh start on the garage. I got some, I, I got my, you know, 100 hockey sticks in there. I got a couple of stragglers just floating around. So I got to start. Oh, putting. so I got someone who, uh, who uh, has a coffee table halfway made. Oh, halfway only, huh? And it needs, like, the resin over the top uh-huh. and some stuff. And I was like, let's, dude, my brother would help, love to help you because he wants to do that himself. And yeah, he gets yeah. to need some legs and stuff. So, Mike, got a project for you. Finish up. Benny's looking to start. You know, we're, well, we're looking to, like, do these, like, side, you know, like, fun do stuff with hockey sticks and just want to see if there's a market. You'll see it. You know, <laughs> I, I, once I make something, Nick will probably post it and then you'll probably see it and you'll be like, well, that was stupid. Or be like, I need one of those. Yeah. So, um, a lot of cool stuff to come from that department of, you know, creativity, hockey, creativity already got the, I mean, we talked about the coasters last time, right? Yeah. But, but it's, there's it, more, that's just more the beginning. Yeah, that's, that's just right. the beginning. If you can imagine it, we can make it happen. Yeah. So, um, this weekend was the start of games for Alexi and youth hockey. So that was, I mean, that's always a fun start to the season and that's pretty much what our, you know, weekend surrounded was surrounded around, I guess. I mean, was 
focused around. I don't know. <laughs> I can't get the words out right now. But it was awesome. And the only thing was that she had two games that overlapped Saturday morning. Uh-huh. Yeah. And luckily they were at the same rink, just on different ice sheets. And so she started out the Lady Grizz, and it was a pretty good game. They ended up winning uh, 7-3 to three against the Davis County Wind Girls team. And, I mean, three goals by them, that's that's pretty good, too. I mean, that's 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 a you know an accomplishment for those girls you know to be building and growing and becoming a stronger team also and then she played she plays for a D1 team and they played the Lightning Travel team and they lost 4 to 1 so it was a tough loss but eh, that that team was really big but yeah. you know yeah. so and I think I think give it a couple months Get our team working. I mean, that was our their their first game yeah. ever together. So yeah. this other team, I think it was their third game, third or fourth. So we got some stuff to work on, and hopefully we get to play those guys again. But then we played the Lightning D1 team, and we were down 3-1 to one after the first period, and they rallied back and beat them 4-3. to three, So I think it's better to have that. I, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of teams that it's like they play really well when they're ahead. And then there's teams that play really well on the comeback. On the know? comeback, yeah. And also to mention on that first game that they lost, Lexi got player the first player of the game award of the season hey, for her team. So she walked out. She had this like gold chain with like this golden horseshoe, you know, welded onto it. And at first I just thought she was wearing something. And then I was like, oh, that must be the, the, the Mustangs, you know, horse. So I was like, okay, did you get player of the game? And she's like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's awesome. So, obviously, she didn't come out and tell me. She, I think she came out and told Autumn, but she didn't care to tell me. But I had to find it out for her myself. Uh, it was really good. Um, yeah, and we're rolling. We're, we got practices and stuff. And, I mean, I've had, I've had, we've had a lot of practices already. But, like, sometimes the, the practices are really good and really intense. And sometimes they're... They're kind of slow, and they're, I mean, is that, would you think that's up to the kids, or you think that's up to the coaches to push the intensity of practice? Because uh, I think it's the coach. I would say the coach. I mean, of course, you know, like any game, because there's also, there was a, when we played the two games, and I had a dad come up to me, and I said, well, if the girls could play with that intensity, you know, with the Lady Grizz team, we'd have really good Lady Grizz team, and like, I mean, the Lady Grizz team is really well, but. Sometimes they play a little bit with a less intensity when mm-hmm. it's all girls. Yeah, but he said that, and I was like, "Well, well, yeah." It sometimes in a game that's just the flow of a game. Like you've played in games where it's oh, like yeah. it's fast from the get go. Oh yeah, and then there's games where it's just slow, and both teams are slow, and you know it just the game has a has its own you know mm-hmm. momentum and its own energy, and it's and it's put together by the the play of the two teams put together, and it kind of like pushes the pace of the game, but practice, you know, it can be kind of the kids, but that's the time when a coach should be yelling, not in a game, skate, 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 pass, shoot, score. Like that's not what coaches should be yelling during games. Even oh, yeah. though plenty of them do. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I always practice, think it is. That's think... when you should do that. But what were you... I, I was going to say in the game when you got fans yelling skate or shoot or whatever, or coaches, I'm always thinking like 
the kids already know that. <laughs> I feel like it's just, it's like they need to yell something. So it's like, I better just yell the obvious. Yeah. But I agree. Sky. Yeah. I, I agree. The practice I had, I mean, we go back. Lyle. Lyle, I don't know where you're at these days. <laughs> Benny's, Benny's coach who knows where he came from and where he went. Yeah, I was going to say, Lyle, man, he was played for the Golden Eagles. I think he was like, I'm going to do a service and coach some kids. And then at the time, it was me and Kyle and maybe one other person were, the, I would say, the best kids on the team. And it was a lot of new kids, and he got dealt all the new kids. But in his practices, <laughs> it was like... I mean, I was probably, I don't know, 11 or 12, but in his practices, it was 110% all the time. All the time. So much so that you borderline hated practice, but he was one of the best coaches because of that. Yeah, and now you look back and you're like, man, I wish Lyle would have coached me every year. Oh, yeah. I bet you if Lyle would have stayed with DC Wind and continued coaching our team, our team would have been unstoppable by the end. Yeah, so, hey. Shout out to Lyle. Shout out to Lyle. Don't know where he is right now, but hopefully maybe he's listening to the podcast. Uh, maybe. Lyle, if you're out there, you're listening to the podcast, and you know what Instagram is, hit me up. If you got Facebook, find us on there. <laughs> Let me know. Painted houses. That's all I remember. He painted houses? Yeah, like, he, like he'd go inside houses and paint the walls. Oh. That was his, you know. His nine to five? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, man. Lyle paints a good house and coaches a mean team. Dude, he did coach a mean team. Mean guy. But, but yeah, <laughs> that's the funny thing is like you at that time was like, oh my gosh, dude, this old guy hates us. Yeah. And now you look back and he's like, no, he wanted us to be good yeah. hockey players. He really did. He wanted us to be good and he coached us hard, man. I swear. No joke. Half the practice was just skating drills all the time, all the time. Skate, 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 skate. You know, he just, just. You know, worked us so hard, but I look back and I think that was some of the best I probably progressed as a kid ever because he just pushed you so hard. And he really didn't care if you weren't good. He still pushed you. Yeah, and that's good. And I think that most kids, whether you're good or bad, I mean, and like you're like, well, maybe you should push the bad kids harder. And it's like, no, you shouldn't push them harder Yeah, because you don't want them to hate it. But you don't want to push the good kids harder because... You know, you don't want to play, you don't want them to, like, feel like, oh, you're better, so you should skate harder. Like, no, you push all the kids hard. Oh, yeah. And and I think it benefits good kids. It benefits the kids that need a little more skill. And so I think you just push on all of them, mm -hmm. and that's good. And I think there is also coaches that are like, well, these are my good kids, so I really don't care about the other kids. Yeah. And that happens, too, and that's uh, and that's a shame because that shouldn't happen either because yeah. you never know. One of, those, one of those kids that are kind of the bubble kids – or, you know, the lower end, he may have just started a year or two ago mm -hmm. and just need a little bit of push, and he may be a great player in a couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I just don't think people realize, like, just because they're good right now and they're not good right now doesn't mean in a couple of years that that kid that maybe struggles might be even better, you know? Because I also think that there's, a, there's the other way where the kid is really good at a young age and he's better than everyone, so then he just kind of coasts. Mm-hmm. Or, or she, you know, I mean, it just happens. Yeah, yeah. I totally, totally get what you mean. I mean, I always say that, you know, your weight and everything in, I mean, we talk about, I talk about with my nephews sometimes, it's like your size only carries you so long to the point that technique and skill will always win. Yeah, yeah, it definitely will. Like, there's kids that, like, 
just their legs are longer. Mm -hmm. They've hit their puberty growth or whatever you want to call it. And the other kids haven't. And your legs will catch up to them. Yeah. It, to, to a certain extent. Like, yeah. you know, not every kid's going to grow to be six foot. But, yes. But yes, there is a point in sports where skill prevails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, so what, what do you think there's an age that snacks should be cut off? Or do you think snacks just, just keep on bringing them? You know what? I think if you got. The part of me that I like about snacks is the camaraderie around it. Not necessarily that it's like every kid needs a snack, but just like (laughs) the funness in the locker room. The snacks brings a funness to the locker room that's like it takes the serious. uh, To me, if we're talking about practice, game, whatever, it's a moment to break away from the seriousness to, you know, build a team relationship. So if you have a bad game, no snacks? Or? No, 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 no way, no way. See, and, I, and the way I see it is like, I think I think that there's, you know, the kids, little kids, it's like, you got to have the snack because every kid just like, like once they get off the ice, like, wait, I get a snack still? You know, like it keeps their momentum up. It keeps, yeah. or maybe that's what their parent, you know, entices them with. You know, I don't think most parents are enticing their kids with a snack at the end of the game because who knows what it is? Who knows if that kid even likes it? Who knows if they want it? Who knows if they are ever, you know, if when you have a kid or whatever and, and they play hockey, you're going to, at the end of the season, they're going to have seven Gatorades in their, their uh, bag. They're oh. going to have three Rice Krispie Treats, a couple bags of smashed Cheez-Its. Oh, I thought um, for sure you were going to say some rotten oranges. No, no, no. I think you find those before they're rotten or the kid does because they're going through their bag, but they're always like, oh, I'll just keep that snack in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, unless your kid has a pocket they don't use and they, that's where they're stashing their bananas and their oranges and they just got a bunch of smashed bananas and well, oranges. I was going to say, I agree with that. The young kids should have that instant gratification because I feel like a young kid, not all, but a lot of young kids don't really see a reward to playing the sport. Some do, but it's just like my dad or my mom just wants me to play hockey, so I play hockey. Yeah. Like it's fun, but really... They still get a snack. They're looking forward to the snack after practice. Yeah, and I honestly think it's it's a bonus. I think a lot of them even forget about it, and then they're like, wait, snack? I mean, we won, we lost, it's even better, or it's yeah. like, hey, it's all right. We still got a snack. Yeah. And and I think that maybe, like, at the older, you know, like, kind of when, like, it, your kids are getting older and they want to be, like, teenagers, maybe as a parent, as kids, like, oh, we don't need to bring snacks. But then I think if you went to, like, an 18U game and you were like, hey, we're bringing snacks for a high school game, it's like, it's fun again. Like, oh, yeah, snacks. Dude, yeah, dude. Everyone you know? would be like, heck yeah. And then but, everyone had a voice like, I want, you know, like, let's bring burritos after the game. People would be like, heck yeah, burritos, you know, whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, and so, but, I mean, I have thought about it, and I'm like, well, when you get to men's league, there's always the beer at the end of the game or the soda or whatever. Like, yeah. like that's a that's a tradition in men's leagues is, mm-hmm. like, the guy who brings the drinks or whatever. And, I mean, not every team does it. I mean. If you guys want to win, you drink chocolate milk before the game. Yeah, but, like, and Benny's done it where he brings a gallon of chocolate milk and a bunch of cups. And, like, that becomes fun again as an adult. So I yeah. think the snacks as a kid – it's just prepping them for men's league later on in their life because all roads lead to beer league or men's league, whatever you want to call it. And don't forget the snacks and drinks when you're playing men's league. Dude, I guarantee, I guarantee if we bought like a, a bag of 
a box of chips or snacks or, you know, goldfish. Dude, I bet you our whole team would be like, heck yeah, give me one of those. Yeah, because you're always hungry after a game. Yeah, and in in high school, me and Emily, we had a we had a history class together, and we started like I mean we I don't know why we thought, but I think it was like some of the along the lines of like, you know, like when you're younger, like somebody brings treats for their birthday, mm-hmm. and we started bringing treats for the class, and it was like we brought like candy, we made treats, and mm-hmm. like everybody looked forward to that class, yeah, because we just brought treats. That's to me it it. Brings a camaraderie to the group of people that are involved. When you when you eat snacks, when you go to church and there's snacks, it's better. Church is better. <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna say you got a class, you bring snacks, man. You'll get a hundred percent more participation than you ever will if you don't. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, well, and like it's got to be the same with hockey. I think. I just think in general. I mean, I'm, snacks, I'm, I'm treats, agreeing with it. Ever just make everything better. I, I, throwback Tanner Clinic. There's a meeting during lunch. Are they providing lunch or no? Is this meeting optional? <laughs> yeah, see? You're going if there's lunch. You're not going if it's not. Yeah. Like, oh, this is informational. Yeah, not for me. <laughs> is there pizza? Nope. Then I guess I'm skipping. <laughs> then I guess must, it must not be very important information. Yeah, that's right. All right. <laughs> food, man. Brings the world together. It does. It does. Putting you know, food in your mouth, drinks in your mouth makes everything better. And yeah, so <laughs> and that was that was something they came up with one of our youth teams. You know, snacks or no snacks? Snacks. Snacks. I'm a hundred percent pro snack. Yeah. Also, you know, going back to games of the rink, and every rink is different, but I mean, if you don't know, my wife is a paraplegic and she sits in the handicap section, but the handicap section at every hockey rink just seems to be the like parent hangout you know area <laughs> it's like when you go to park city every parent's first pick for like where they sit is in the little handicap area because it's just roller chairs you know it's comfy whatever it bountiful it's the first bench at the top you don't have to walk down any stairs at steiner you steiner's actually pretty nice because there's a area on both sides it's pretty big but there's never any chairs for like, you know, someone like me, yeah, yeah. they have put benches on the one side. They have moved to like a little table. It's gotten better. But like last year there was days you would show up and like, I'm like looking for a chair for like me and Brooks and the kids to sit on because you want kids to stay right there. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, but they also have benches at the top of Steiner. So Steiner doesn't get that bad. Um, and the, on the small ice, you got to get in there a little bit quick, but of course there's only three benches. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, people just sit in the first ones, but, and then Ogden, you know, there's only a few spots actually in Ogden on the, on the big ice that have like a spot for a wheelchair next mm-hmm. to the fold out chairs. And they're usually the first ones taken by parents. Yeah. And then on the, on the cold rink, we like to call it. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, yeah. The, the one, yeah, there, there's not really, a handicapped spot to sit and there. We've been to a lot of rinks like that where there's not really a handicapped spot. And so like autumn's like looking over, you know, the boards cause there, she can't sit on a bench. She can't sit on a bleacher. Yeah. It's higher than her chair. So, um, yeah, I just want to like point that out. We can go in more detail that another day, but just, you know, if you're pairing a hockey game and I know I, and like, this is where I feel bad is like, so, like, we sit up there as a family, but then we have friends that want to sit by us. And, like, I mean, 
of course we want him to sit by us and you yeah. know and then it yeah. becomes a big hangout and I don't care <clears throat> but for me and like this last Saturday like I stood most of the time because we had friends with us we had parents with us and it was like okay we have a big crew I'm not expecting everybody to just get up yeah. and leave yeah because my wife's in a wheelchair and everybody here wants to sit you know I have a friend of a friend of a friend who yeah. wants to sit here so you know just you know an idea think about it when you go to a rink <laughs> or when a rink is designed it it really shouldn't take much more effort to make things more handicapped well the oval didn't think about it at all yeah I know until they they, they put in this little hand crank lift to, <laughs> that seats one person on it the oval is the worst Maybe we'll do a, maybe I'll do a whole section on this. We'll saying, get Autumn. Yeah, you'll get Autumn and, on it. And she can give you her, her two cents <laughs> about the about the handicap seating at ice rinks. But um, yeah, that really that's all about youth hockey. I got. I mean, we don't got to. We're not going on another. I mean, our first trip until end of October with Lady Grizz and with the Mustangs. It won't be our first trip. It won't be until I don't know um, December maybe. Oh, so quite a while. January, maybe. I don't know. It'll be a while. So, looking forward to those. Um, high school hockey's in full swing. All the teams are playing. Have played, you know, two, three games now. Um, the website's not always up to date on Whoever's scores. over that, let's get on that. Let's get a little bit quicker. A little bit quicker. You know, there needs to be someone from every team that's submitting these scores. Yeah. And, and like, like every, like, there's a couple, like, Instagram pages that are like, hey, Teams up, you know, first goal, second goal, tomorrow. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, no finishing the game, no, no, yeah, if they won, yeah. they lost, so. Well, I'll tell you what, in my opinion, things like that, it's, if it's updated regularly, you'll have people check it regularly, but if it's not, people won't check it at all, or it's like every couple months, because those types of things people watch, and it's like, oh, it's updated every Saturday night, I know, on Sunday, I'm going to be able to see the scores from that week, whatever. And a lot of kids, I guarantee, would check it every week to see where everybody is standing and how they did. Yeah, if if it was updated regularly. That's what I mean. And I, and I can see that some teams are better at it than others, Then maybe, I don't know, getting it to whoever runs the website or not. But let's get on that. Let's get it more up to date so we can talk about it here on the podcast. Um, I did... Bountiful yesterday, they play after we get off the ice at practice on Mondays, uh-huh. and it was Bountiful versus NUI, and we didn't stay for the game, but Bountiful was getting on the ice with no goalie. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty strong start to the game. I saw, I saw Spencer there, Spencer Vogel, he's coaching, you know, good oh, guy, yeah. and yeah. there's a lot of people on the Bountiful team that I know and help coach, but said hi to him. But the team came out, and I heard one of them say, what are we going to do without a Are we really going to play without a goalie? And I was like, you guys really don't have a goalie? And they're like, nope. I said, skating six out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> you got the one kid that just hangs back. Yeah. Swatting pucks. And I, I know Ben on the other side is like, just put a couple in, and then we can play around. <laughs> yeah, that's – I'll be honest. That's what I always say, like, like – you know what? Put a couple in and then just play. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not, let's just play and we'll see what happens. Ben's like, hey, just, you know, we'll get three real quick. Yeah. And then we'll play. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, there have been a couple games where it's like, they're like, no, let's not do that. And then the goalie shows up in like the middle of the second. And it's like, oh, shoot, they might, they're, they're probably going to win. And you're like, 
Told you to put a couple in in the first period, <laughs> but you guys wanted to wait. Like. Uh, um, yeah, so standings high school. I know Sky Canyon um, is 3-0. That's that's about the best record out there so far. There's a couple 2-0 teams, but they're the best at 3-0 right now. That's probably because they have people to update the stats, but they get the 3-0 start. They're getting the little, you know, the bump. If any other team's out there with 3-0 start, sorry. I know Park City, which has won the last three state championships, and I, and I think it was their D1 team, but lost to the Salt Lake Stars, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a, that was a pretty good game probably. But big win by them. Uh, bouncing over to the college hockey, Weber went on a road trip. They went three and one on their road trip. It did. I mean, they they lost their first one, so they still had not you know won a game. But then they won three straight, so ended up the road trip pretty good. Had a nice fight in the first game. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> saw the video clip. <laughs> they were just chucking them, man. <laughs> just hucking the nucks, man. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know how many times they really connected. Yeah. But they were swinging hard and yeah. fast. There were a couple that you could tell that connected. You're like, oh, yep, that one's got to hurt. The one kid on the other team was like a foot taller. Yeah. Dude, yeah, and I think he swung a couple times and just missed him because he was just not there. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to that fight. That was pretty good. You know, that was entertainment yeah. Yeah. for yeah. us. Um, we like it. Um, the U beat UVU. Utah, University of Utah beat um, UVU 3-1, to one, and that's their D2. They have a D1 team also. I think they start in Oct- at the end of October, like 20, 21st or something. Um Utah State beat UVU 8-3. So after UVU got their first ever win against Weber, they they lost they're, everybody else. They're, they're looking for the next win. But <laughs> I believe in them. You know, we got a UVU guy on the podcast today. And, yeah, you're looking to see them win a couple more. And Utah State is hosting them. I think for their no 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 their home opener will be against Weber. Sorry, home opener is against Weber this Friday up in Logan, and that's I hear is the most rocking barn in in the state. Oh yeah, it, for college hockey. But I will have to say, I mean, I'm gonna pause right here. I did get a message, which I love getting messages like this, and they had sent me a picture of the crowd at the Weber State game and was like. I love seeing that this is where Utah hockey is, is at right now. Yeah. And he said he liked the podcast and the, the Instagram and he's liked what we were doing. That was a major, you know, bump that I needed. Um, and that was awesome. Thank you for sending that message. And also, I mean, I pointed out that like, guess what? Every, everybody else is seeing where Utah hockey is. We're like, we had a problem with our youth hockey team that we had too many kids for one team, but not enough, you know, just almost enough for two, but it would have been really hard. Yeah. So yeah. they made some decisions of, you know, for the D1, D2. And I mean, we have a big roster, but I mean, that's a good thing. I mean, you got your, your teams are growing, your programs are growing to where, you know, there's more kids than we usually have, and so that's great. The Utah hockey is growing. Um, these college teams are bringing in more fans every game, more people watching them, following them. The juniors teams are bringing in big crowds, more people watching them, following them. Uh, the Grizzlies are doing great. Um, I mean, you really hope that 
as it builds on a lower level and everything that it all, I mean, as weird as it is, it trickles up to the Grizzlies, not that it trickles down from the Grizzlies. Yeah, but I mean, really what we're looking for is to grow the sport. And I mean, you always, they always talk about that NHL effect where, you know, kids are coming out of hockey because there's an NHL team because it makes more kids influenced. And I think in Utah, you get that, but it's a, it's a little more sprinkled here and there instead of, you know, just from the NHL team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I really hope that, you know, eventually Utah is recognized as a producer of hockey players, not just like, so there was this one NHL player that made it that came from Utah. <laughs> no, and I think that's that's a, that's a good point. And, and so Park City... Miners hockey, you know, like the youth hockey Instagram posted a thing today, actually. And it was like, hey, all the former, these are all former Park City Miners players that are playing all these different places. They're playing AAA and this, and this. And I'm like, and some of them were in the state for like the Renegades and stuff. But mm-hmm. what if all those people were still here playing? And I know that's the idea. And that's the hard decision of, do you stay here and help build it here or do you go where it's good? And I mean, you just hope that you do the right thing and um, you hope that the growth grows with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think eventually if it keeps growing the way it is, I mean, I'm, I'm way impressed that youth hockey has their own girls only team. I feel yeah. like, I feel like man, well, when I was a kid, like that would have been like, That'll never happen. Well, the Lady Grizz has been around for a while. Yes. And now and now the DC Wind has one. Yeah. And the Mustangs had one last year, but they decided not to do one this year. And they probably could still do it, but they decided not to. They decided, you know, to do some other things. And that's okay. But, yeah, I mean, it's the point where, like, you got a lot of girls trying out for this team. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's getting better and better. And hopefully it grows and hopefully the momentum stays there and hopefully that like you know girls don't have to go out of state to get that higher competition mm-hmm. yeah and they might you know we may not be there yet but hopefully we get there i think i mean this isn't going to happen you know next year or the next year but it's as time goes on and utah continually grows the sport it will continually become a desired place to play at yeah i mean it's it's inevitable i mean at one moment you only have one lady grizz team that's it now you have two girls teams and eventually you'll probably have three or four or five six seven and then it's like well now you have to have an upper division girls team all of that that, slowly keeps going i think that's where it goes next i think it needs to stay within the one org but needs to have two levels of teams yeah and I think that's the next step. But I'm not a person making decisions with that organization. And but that's where I think it should be because uh, I, <laughs> Lexi's team I feel could be split up into two teams. Yeah, and there could be a couple girls added, and to make that happen. But it's not. It's fine. But that's that's my opinion. Probably some people don't like that opinion, but <laughs> that's my opinion, <laughs> and that's okay. But and that's 
why are you listening to this podcast? Because you think you either want to hear my opinion for, for better or worse. Benny, Benny did point out the other day, he's like, you know what? I love that you got haters of the podcast. The only reason I said that was because it, you got people that hate this podcast that listen to it or, yeah. or that listen to somebody else that listens to it. And I'm like, they wouldn't hate on the podcast or know what was talked about unless they listen to it yeah. or they talk to somebody that does listen to it. And I'm like... So you got it. You you've got a fan base, and I know there's always a fan base, but I'm like, but now you got a fan base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, that's okay if you hate the podcast. <laughs> it's it's I'm really, and you can and you can hate the podcast and like me as a person, or you can hate me as a person and like the podcast, or you can just hate both of us, me the podcast, Benny, everybody, you know, or you can like us all. Or you can like us all. We we prefer you like us all. <laughs> yeah, I don't like. When people not like me, but it happens. <laughs> I don't. I don't hate anyone really. I don't hate anyone. Uh, you know. I don't. Maybe maybe there's one person. I don't know. <laughs> I don't hate anybody. I'm just throwing that. I don't out even there. hate like. I don't even like to say like I hate teams. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, I hate the Bruins. I'm like, I don't even like to say I hate the Bruins. I mean, I I really don't like them. But <laughs> I mean, I tell people you hate the Bruins. <laughs> Benny experienced, you know, the the, the 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 massacre. I was right? there. Actually, the other night, someone said, like, they were like, does Nick like the Canadians? I'm like, no, he hates Canadians. And I was like, well, actually, he hates the Bruins, but. <laughs> Bruins broke my heart. They did. <laughs> they broke my heart. And they Thousand ruined, pieces. And they ruined Autumn's drawer. <laughs> but we won't go into that. But, uh. So cool as a cucumber. I was I was cool as cool as a cucumber that night. <laughs> Benny was a testament to that. <laughs> I was there. I was a witness. <laughs> um, also wanted to point out that the Ogden Mustangs are having their home opener this Friday, um, the thirtieth. That, that's the thirtieth, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, the Friday the thirtieth. So the Utah State will have their home opener the same night. So. Weber's up there. Og Mustangs are at home. Pick and choose where you go. Both are going to be rocking barns. Both of them are going to be good games. Um, yeah, a lot of good hockey happened north of the state. Um, I don't know when the Preds or the Outliers start, but I should probably get on that. I should probably should do some more homework. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I know it's not this week, or maybe it is, but I don't think it's this week. But. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Preds. I found a thing in a gas station parking lot that was like four free tickets. And I was like, oh, well, whoever got this apparently didn't want to go for free. Did you keep it? Yeah, I kept it in my pocket for a long time. And I think it was one of those things that was like, you wash your clothes and then you're like, what was this wadded up thing? And you're like, oh, that was. Hey, we could have had four free tickets. Well, this was like last season. I'm just saying. But well, they went the Predators last season. Oh well, what what was the? They name? were the River Blades last That's year. That's what it was. That's what yeah, it was. They're not the River Blades anymore. It's the Predators this year. No, Which, you know, the Ogden Mustangs have are is the same name as like the youth hockey. So like, Lexi now is an Ogden Mustang. I don't know if I love it because you search it and you can't find anything, but like we need to like, and like, it's, it's like, well, they're the Ogden junior Mustangs. It's like, well, so are the junior Mustangs. They're the, they're a Mustangs junior team. Yeah. yeah. So we're the junior Mustangs. So where's the junior fly in the, we're the, the junior, junior Mustangs. <laughs> yeah. Every and Provo is now not the river blades. They changed the predators, which is their youth hockey team there. To like, you know, what like, do you mean? They ain't Taha. 
No, it's not Taha anymore. Man, I got a, I got a, just throw, you should find your old Taha jersey. We'll just throw it up there. Taha jersey's right there. Black and yellow, the yellow shoulders. I could reach by and get it. I didn't say, I'm just saying we should just throw on the old jerseys, just throw up for, you know, Instagram pic. Did I give you the, the bag of your Taha jersey? Your blue one? Yeah, I think I have my top. It was my red and blue. No, you uh, have the the white with the blue shoulders. Yeah, I've got... That's what I mean, is I have a white with red shoulders and a white with blue shoulders. Oh, okay, but you have them both? Yeah, that was the one year, because I'm pretty sure the first year I didn't get to pick my number, and I was number 13, and then that's the next year when Dad just was like, he wants number 22. Like, I didn't even get to pick it. I probably would have picked number 8. I got to pick number 31. And Except on my travel jersey when I played for Taha... Like, I, I picked 31 in my house jersey, and, like, I get it, and they're like, yeah. okay, here's your travel jersey. I'm like, 32? 32? Like, I'm 31, and they're like, your goofy jersey was 32. Because <laughs> the first time I went to practice, I wore my goofy goaltender's jersey because yeah, yeah. it was the only jersey I owned <laughs> from Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I... There was 32 on the back of that. So that's the only time I've ever... Okay, okay, no, 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 no. I've worn... You I, wore number one. I wore number stars. one. No, no, no. I wore number one. Oh, for the Golden, the Olympic Games? The, the Utah Winter Games. Yep. And also, I have a Salt Lake Rebels jersey up here, which was like that. Like, they're like the Park City oh, Miners yeah, and those. Yeah. I played for them for a hot minute. Yeah. But I got a jersey. It's number one. Mm, I, I still got it. That's. I mean, that was my dues. I kept my jerseys. So, probably whoever's running that team, like, what? That guy stole our jerseys. <laughs> like, well... You know, you guys were kind of shady, so. <laughs> Is that what people say about us when they take our jerseys? I've had more beaver jerseys walk off than I could try to count. I honestly wonder if they keep them because, like, this team was awesome. Ah, keeping this jersey. The best was when Bronson, I try to collect them at the end of every, of every like, season. Or, like, if I see someone, like, oh, you have a beaver jersey? Can I grab that? And, like, Bronson pulled this out this year. He's like, why can't we wear these? <laughs> I was like, you still got a beaver jersey? And he's like, hell yeah, I got a beaver jersey. <laughs> I just think people like it because it's the beavers. So I'm just, yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, you know. I mean, there's the cooler ones. I mean, there's, like, the cheaper ones. You can tell, like, when I was being cheap and I just bought, like, practice jerseys that were blue. Or you get, like, the Vancouver Canucks ones that mm-hmm. are the nice ones. Yeah. So, or you get the red practice jersey with the black shoulders. <laughs> that's that's a retro. Yeah, but I didn't collect those at the end of the season. No, everyone no. who had those kept those, and I wish I had more. But those with the flying squirrel on it. Yeah, the flying squirrel. <laughs> I got mine. It's in my closet. Mine's not. It might be right up there. It should be up there, but um, <laughs> it's like whenever we say and it's up there, all my jerseys from past years are hanging up behind us. Maybe I should take a picture, and you know I'll take a picture right now. Then we can, uh, we can, uh, yeah, I'll take it after. We'll take a picture with these, <laughs> post on the Instagram. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, and also wanted to mention that the Grizz start October twenty first and twenty second at home. Still a little bit away, but just want to hit that out there. I will not be here. I'll be out of town in Las Vegas. Yeah, at the the concert. Yeah, the concert. When we were young, is that yeah, what it's called? No, yeah, Kevin and Kelly and Matt are all going, and they're kind of bummed that I won't be there. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed that I won't be there too. And I know you offered to, you know, you know, have have me come with you. You you had an extra ticket you offered to sell me and stuff. And but 
And I was like, yeah, no. And I was like, I just feel like there's probably going to be a tournament that weekend. And sure enough, that's our first Denver tr- weekend oh, is gotcha. that. But I'll be in Las Vegas probably that next Monday oh, for yeah, the Leafs game. Yeah, the Leafs game. So, <clears throat> and say, so got other brothers that are going there the 8th for the BYU Notre Dame game. That's next Saturday. Not this Saturday, yeah, but next yeah, Saturday. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of people going to Vegas. In the next little bit for stuff from Utah. I gotta cash my my ticket in Wendover though. Did you find the one I gave you? No, I don't think you ever gave it to me. I'm almost positive you didn't give it to me. You took a picture of it and sent it to me. So I gotta go look for it now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's gotta, good. I, it's good for well, at least mine is one year from the event date. Actually, so when they won the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. It says so. one year from. If it's a sports bet, whatever. Oh, okay. From the when when it was won. So well, it yeah. says so. It Benny, is- Benny, Benny always puts money on teams and stuff, and he put money on the Avs. But I also put money on the Avs for Benny, and because he watched our dog that just ran out the door here, <laughs> Kylo, while we were in Vegas last summer for a hockey tournament, actually, and Ben watched came and like checked up on the dog for us. So I was like, hey, I'll buy you. An abs, yeah, you know, yeah. bet instead for 10 of paying bucks. me, it's just just bet on the abs for me. Yeah, so and now we got to go find it because I think yeah. it's, was it like twelve to one or eight to one? No, or was it ten to one? Or was it, no, I think it was less than that actually. Like seven to one? Y- yeah. Oh no, you, no, 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 no. Season? No, you, it's got to be at least ten to one or eight to one. No, I'm I'm pretty sure I only paid like sixty bucks. Did you put five dollars down? I think it was ten. You put well, if it was ten dollars down, then it was six to one. No, it would have been five to one. There were five to one in the beginning of the season last year. Well, let me see if I can find it. They but, probably don't. They probably have worse odds this year after winning it than they did last year. Oh, but because I mean, I mean, I guarantee the abs. I bet they're still like high up there for odds to win the Stanley Cup this year. But I, I would put money on. <laughs> I would bet that their betting line. <laughs> can you bet on if it, the what it? Yeah, bet, what it's actually gonna be. <laughs> what it's actually gonna be, but. So, um, I have a lot of Leafs ones that I've never cashed in because they've never won. It's true. I say I can't. We did cash in a Capitals one when we did have a bet when they won the Stanley Cup for Autumn, and you cashed in mine. Too. Oh, that was yeah, yeah. You had one too. Yeah, that was when I should have hedged my bet because I had a bet on Capitals and the Knights. Knights one paid out seven hundred and fifty. Capitals paid out one hundred and twenty-seven, and. It was, you know, twenty bucks only, so I should have just hedged my bet and walked away with at least three hundred. But yeah, so, you know, sometimes you win, sometimes you win, sometimes you don't win as big. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, on uh, other news, the 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 Mighty Ducks Game Changers coming today, out. Is today the twenty eighth. No, it comes out tomorrow, Wednesdays. Tomorrow's the Wednesday. So Mighty Ducks Game Changer. New season will come out tomorrow, so check that out on Disney+. Plus. If you haven't watched the first season, it's great. Binge it tonight. Start the new one tomorrow. Six to one. Six to one? Damn. Yeah. They were six to one before the season started. You know. That's that's crazy. Arizona Charlie's building. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a whatever you can you can do it to any one of those. Uh, yeah, I know the the, the, the different sports casino. book. Yeah, it's the same sports book. So yeah, Mighty Ducks Game Changers starts tomorrow. If you're listening to this, it's today because yeah. it'll be tomorrow when this comes out. So get it tonight. <laughs> you know, Wednesday w- one o'clock in the morning. 
One o'clock in the morning. Yeah, because it goes off of Pacific time when it goes live. So you, so I could watch it before this episode even comes out. You could. <laughs> could watch it tonight at midnight. I know, at one o'clock. Uh, yeah, one o'clock is Pacific time. But no Bombay season two. Bombay will not be returning. Um, I, I looked into it. And like a lot of people was like, it was like a, a vax thing or whatever. And he came out and said, I'm not anti-vax. It really came down to, you know, creative differences and whatever. He really hates hockey. <laughs> he was, <laughs> you know, I, I kind of mentioned to Benny, but I, I was mentioning to my wife when I was watching this and it referred to like, I understood more what Bombay was going through in that episode and that, in that season where he, where he said he hated hockey, but it was really because he he tried and he loved hockey so much that he was trying to help that it you know bit him in the butt. And that's kind of what I was talking about um, the first episode of this season where I said I almost quit doing the podcast because of negativity that you know repercussions from this podcast. And so I kind of I kind of felt Bombay when I you know when he tried to help out that kid. If you, I don't want to spoil it for you. But go watch season one. There's reasons why he says he hates hockey, and it's because he loved it so much and he gave so much to the game, and oh, somebody he, did him dirty. They just hit his face. Yeah. So, um, yep. Yeah. Uh, Mighty Ducks Game Changers coming out today. Watch it tonight. Turn it on right now. If you're listening to the podcast, turn on next after the podcast <laughs> is over. Mighty Ducks. Pause. Watch it. Come back to the podcast. <laughs> Tell me what you thought. Hit me up on Instagram. Tell me what you thought. Um, yeah, so um, we're going to break for our, uh, our interview right now. So here's our interview from Caden Nielsen. All right, today on the podcast, we have UVU player Caden Nielsen. What's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going, guys? It's going it's, good. It's going great. So uh, how's the season going so far? Uh, good. Um, definitely has challenges, kind of combining two teams. But uh, I think that Weaver State game, um, we played super well. We showed that we have a lot of talent on the team. Um, next week, we play Utah State in Utah. and kind of showed the challenges we're going to kind of face this season. And uh, I think that is kind of just coming together. We got like six BYU guys who came over. We have a kid from Weaver State. And so it's kind of just gelling everybody together and trying to make a good hockey team because talent's definitely there. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask was, what is some of the challenges you said like this season more, not that the skill level isn't there, but everyone working together and knowing each other's like play style and flow on the ice and, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, like, for example, my line we got, me, who's played at BYU, uh, and then we have a kid from UVU, and then a kid from Weaver State. And so all <laughs> the, like, we're in the D zone, and we're like, uh, nobody knows what's going on, you know? Like, it's just kind of <laughs> all getting on the same page and um, kind of just getting on the same, like, mindset and get our systems down and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, I think once we and get these things figured out, we're, we're going to be a really good hockey team. So, And you and you said there were six guys that came over from the BYU team? That was going to be one of the things I asked. So, I mean, there's six of you? Yeah, there are six of us. So, pretty good amount. Nice. I mean, how many guys are on the roster? 20? 
About 20? Uh, we got a lot of guys this season. I think we got like 27 guys. Oh, damn. Oh, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> like four lines, so we got a lot of guys. <laughs> oh, man. That is, that is a lot of guys. Um, I mean, how, how was – Coming like ending last season, like how did that? How was that? Like ending BYU out and you know playing the last BYU game for for now and who knows maybe forever. Uh it was it was devastating. Um, uh, I mean we're at regionals. I mean obviously we wanted to make it to nationals and kind of didn't go our way. Um, but it was it was devastating. Obviously, honestly, like. Um, any guy on the BYU team will tell you like that team and like the brotherhood we had was something that none of us have ever experienced before, and um, and so ending that and realizing like this is it, like we're never gonna play all together again, like it was devastating, especially just like I mean I had been there for four years and just so I had been there a while and just. Seeing, like, even the improvements we made from when I first started to now, like, it was just crazy to see it all go away, you know? And, like, yeah, just that brotherhood ending. Obviously, we're all still, like, best friends, but just not being on the ice with all the guys is so devastating, so. Yeah, because, I mean, at the end of every hockey season, you kind of look around the room, and, I, and I've, you know, said it to youth hockey teams now, like, there's never going to be another game that you're going to play with all of these kids on one team or all these guys on one team, but you guys knowing that nobody in that room was going to put on that Jersey ever again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, I think it's a bummer to the state. I think it's a bummer to everyone who was playing. Um, but having, you know, moving on to this year, do you have a little bit of a chip on your shoulder to win more? Yeah, for sure. I think, um, I, I mean, UVU's had their struggles in the past on kind of building a winning hockey program. And I'll be honest, Utah State was chirping us pretty good, saying, have fun <laughs> having it and stuff. And um, that's what we're trying to do this year is just, like, instead of people looking at us like we're a joke, like, we're serious. Like, we're, we're here, we're coming, and uh, I think we can be one of the top teams in the state. And so we just want to get that. I, yeah, I'd say like a chip on our shoulder just to get kind of that image of UVU hockey out of people's heads and uh, like just let people know that we're a good hockey team this year. So Yeah, because yeah, you guys, I mean, UVU, I mean, if you were on the BYU, I mean, you guys shared the same barn and you guys were the only team in the state that there's two college teams playing in one, you know, rink. So it kind of was, it kind of seemed like it was UVU's, you know, was sharing with BYU and now it's it's UVU's you know rink and so I I mean I hope that the the team grows and I hope you guys you know bond together and I I I'm, I'm rooting for you guys every game and I mean I saw the first game and that was the first time they had ever beat Weber State I mean that's just an accomplishment on its own and yeah I know I know that you know it's kind of been some struggles since then and I know Weber State started out with some struggles but they finally got a win so I mean it's a long season. Um, but what are you looking forward to most this season? I think just trying to get every single guy in that locker room to gel together. Um, to be honest, we, especially this last weekend, we kind of realized there's 
we just weren't, we didn't have a brotherhood. And we, at the end of practice today, we kind of, we had a team meeting, no coaches or anything. And we kind of put our goals in place of what we wanted to accomplish this season. And um, a lot of those were trying to beat every single team in the state this year and get to regionals. And uh, we kind of went over kind of the things that needed to happen to accomplish those goals. And um, the number one thing that we all said, and uh, I think a lot of the BYU guys, the reason we were so successful, we it was the brotherhood we had. We all played for each other and we just loved each other. And it kind of showed on the ice. We played hard. And um, so I think just being able to combine, I mean, we got guys from three different teams. Like we all hated each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so now we're just bringing everybody together and uh, trying to get a bond. So I'm just excited to really get to know the guys and, you know, like create more friendships and really just get the team together and start winning hockey games. So, yeah, I feel like that camaraderie makes a, makes or breaks a team, you know, you can be good players, but if you're not have that brotherhood off the ice, it's never going to reflect that on the ice. A hundred percent. And that's, that's, we all, we all know that this weekend we, we struggled and we realized and like we said, we could have figured this out in a few weeks. We're glad we kind of struggled. <laughs> we're like, okay, we need to put a plan in place. And we need to figure this out. And uh, we made a lot of good goals going forward. So I think we're all committed to, to making those happen. So Nice. So I want to jump back and, like, where did you grow up playing youth hockey? And, you know, where is your path, you know, how did you get to where you are today? Um, yeah, so I, I grew up in Tooele, so not a, <laughs> not a so, um, yeah, so I, I grew up playing, I played at the Acorn, uh, just house hockey there for a little bit, and then I switched over to the Oval and played for the Dogs when I was at the Dogs for a few seasons, and then I went from the Regulators to the Eagles and then, uh, to West Coast Renegades, so I always stuck in Utah kind of went all over the place but <laughs> got a lot of you got a lot of youth jerseys then <laughs> and a lot of jerseys yeah. it was hard because I didn't I didn't have like like growing up in Tooele we didn't get a team until my senior year so like in summer league I played for Harriman even though I didn't go to their school they let me play for them <laughs> I was kind of all over the place but it's cool because I kind of knew guys from all over and stuff yeah, so I mean I think that's good to kind of get around and kind of get to know people all over the state. I think that's awesome. Is there been one team out of all those teams you played for that like stands out as like, that was my favorite youth hockey team or maybe a coach that you played for? For youth hockey? Yeah. Um, like which team did you enjoy playing with more? Or do you think like you grew most playing for? Definitely West coast uh, playing for Kevin McClellan. It was, it was a dream. I mean, I think four or five Stanley Cups played with Wayne Gretzky and just the the things I learned from that guy, like my game just elevated so much in one season and def, like just an amazing coach and I was definitely blessed to play for that guy and um, just like, I don't know, like I feel like his mindset, like he, I mean, Winning four Stanley Cups, you got to have a pretty. Or I don't even. <laughs> he just brought the energy every single day, and he was just so much fun to play for. And 
uh, I just tried to be a sponge around him and just get every little thing I could out of him. And I think my game definitely grew most with him. And such a good dude, too. Uh, as but, I say, uh, oh, go ahead. I, I mean, I was very blessed. I had a lot of good coaches. And um, so, yeah, I, I was very blessed in that sense. So I was going to say, with, with him, was he more of a I'm not your friend type coach, or was he more of like a all right, let's all work together. I mean, you have the coaches that it's like, I'm here to make you better, not to be your friend. Uh, he was definitely tough. I, I mean, it's funny because, like, he was an enforcer in the NHL, and, I mean, you look at him, and he's, he's pretty scary. You can tell he's taking a few <laughs> I mean, I, he, he was such a good guy. I remember uh, we were at the Oval, and... Um, we're walking to the locker room and there's this little kid like jumping on the chairs and uh, Kevin goes up to him and he's like, hey, just like, and scares the daylights out of this kid. He was terrible. <laughs> fist bump. He was like, what's up, buddy? And it was super nice. And I feel like that was a good way to explain him. Like he was, he was definitely intense and could be scary, but just such a good guy. Like he, I mean, we still message every once in a while on Facebook and stuff and and uh, I actually saw he was commenting on Darren Peck, our coach, uh, posted about the win and against Weaver and stuff. And he was saying congrats. And he knew some of the guys on the team and it was good to see and stuff. And he's just a super good dude. So I, when it was time to be serious, he was serious. But we could have some fun too. And he's, he's a jokester. He was always making jokes in the locker room. And so, yeah, it was fun. A mixture of both, I'd say. That's, That's awesome. good. That's, That's awesome. Good. So... You know, looking back at your whole hockey career, you know, college youth, was there one goal or one moment that sticks out to be your favorite, like, hockey moment? Uh, I'd say the Mountain West Championship my freshman year at BYU. Um, it was – I mean, that team was – I mean, there was nothing like it. Like, we talked about it all the time. Like, we had all played for a lot of teams, and that team was super special. And – um, and we just practices like we're so intense. Like we would, like there's guys who would break sticks and get so mad, but then we get off the ice and we were best friends. And like, it was just such a good season. When in the mountain West, it was kind of just like, it was like, yeah, like this, this is special. Like it was, that was just so much fun. And so I'd say that was probably my favorite moment. Is there is there anyone from that team still on your team today? Out of those six guys, it's funny because I was actually thinking about it in our team meeting. I was gonna say something about about it, but then I was like, "Oh shoot, I'm old. Like I'm the only guy here." <laughs> <laughs> I, I was the only one. So Ian Funhorse might play second semester. He was on that team, um, so he he might be coming second semester if he can figure it out. And he was on that that team with me we were both freshmen that year so nice we i we're pretty sure we had him on the podcast not maybe last year i think it was last year we had him on the podcast ian yeah yeah him and jacob uh, <laughs> oh yeah that's right yeah <laughs> i love those guys yeah so all right that's all i had for you ben do you have anything else no no that's that's pretty much it i mean just excited to see you guys play you know i think it's like you said it's tough to combine two teams that really probably hated each other at the time, but to bring that and be like, okay, let's let's put the past behind us and be able to, you know, really be a cohesive team. 
And like you said, the talent is there. It's just really tapping into it and knowing how to play with each other on the ice during the game and to really, you know, take advantage of everyone's skill level and put it to put it to the test. For sure. Yeah, completely agree. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on today and is there yep, anything else no you want is there anything else you want to shout out or say or about your season coming up or anything? Uh yeah, I just say we're we're coming. We're <laughs> I know we're we haven't we've been a joke not a joke, but nobody's taking UVU very serious, but um I think you'll want to see some of our games because it's it's gonna be fun. So all right. Well I will make it out to some personally. Hopefully Benny will come along and you know, and we'll ha- watch some good hockey. Perfect. Yeah. Thanks guys. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Have a we'll, good day. We'll catch you later. Take care. And we're back. Welcome back. And uh yeah. We want to jump into the NHL preview part of this episode. Um NHL season will start the pretty much the eleventh, twelfth, and thirteenth for most teams. Like there's a few games the eleventh, a few games the twelfth, and then the thirteenth. Um Except for San Jose Sharks and the Predators will play the 7th and 8th, but they're playing overseas. I think they're playing in the Czech Republic and Prague. Prague? Prague. Somewhere over there. Um, And, yeah, so they're going to start the season off over there, but the real season, not the real season, it is the real season, but the majority of the season starts the next week. Um, You know, back here. On the mainland, I guess you could say. Um, you want to go central first? Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll start with the central. So, um, central preview. Um, we'll start off with the Nashville Predators. Um, they added Nito Niederreiter. And, I mean, when I look, and they also traded for Ryan McDonough, and they got plenty of cap space. But like when you look at the roster for the for the National Predators, like it's still a really good roster. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, they had a Venza finalist in goal, and they had a Norris finalist, you know, in Roman Yossi. And honestly, if Kel McCarr wasn't Kel McCarr, Roman Yossi would have been a shoe in for the Norris. <laughs> he probably still probably should have won it, but Kel McCarr was just he just become the best defenseman in the league. Yeah, and yeah. really quickly, and. Which I'm honestly surprised that, I mean, he is good. Don't get me wrong, he is good, and he just did really well. I do wonder, this is just me, and I'm a diehard ass fan, I do wonder if he would have been the best on another team. (laughs) There's a lot of players that are like, you know, that should have been really good or probably saying the same thing, like, that would have been me. If I was on that team, I would have been a lot better. I always think about Seth Jones. Seth Jones was like, the best defenseman ever when he was coming into the league. And then it was like, Seth who? Yeah, well, we'll, we'll jump over to Leon Dreisaitl. Would Dreisaitl be as good as he is? Oh, no. No way. I mean, there's been times when he's produced when Connor McDavid has not been there, when they're not on the same lines. So maybe, but I really don't think he'd be in that conversation of, like, top five in the league Yeah, if he wasn't playing with Connor McDavid. Yeah, I agree with that. So, but Nito, I mean, sorry, Nashville Predators. Um, I think they make the playoffs again. Mm, I, I don't. I, you know, I th- they, I look at that, but then I look at that roster, and I'm like, I like that roster. 
They got a good team. I mean, Magic Shane, what did he have his best season in a long time? Yeah, but I just, I just don't see him. <laughs> you just, you just got that gut feeling. Yeah, they're not you making. Know, the, that's a, that's a little bit of how I, I roll. They're not that they're not making it in the playoffs. Yeah, that's how I roll. All right, so next I'm going to jump to the Arizona Coyotes, and I mean, we did you do your research? I didn't. I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I will get to that in a minute. Okay. But so they added Zach Cassian. Um, I mean, they got like some new guys on the roster. That may, I mean, they've been there for a little bit, but Nick Ritchie, they got Shane Goss's bear. You know what I found in my garage? I meant to give it to you a while ago. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll bring it next time. Secret. All right. Nope. This is a surprise now. <laughs> Change my mind. Nick Ritchie is Alice's favorite player. So I was really stoked when he got traded to the Leafs. And. Oh, Gosh, Kylo is shaking the toy in here. You guys can probably all hear that. Um, but Nick Ritchie, um, I just like how he plays, but he just didn't do as well on the Leafs as I was hoped to. Hope he would. Um, do they trade Chikrin? Probably. Um, you know, like I said, I just don't see him being like. Well, that. I mean, but I mean, when are they gonna tr- trade their best player? They gonna? I mean, Clayton Keller, I think, is the guy that's gonna stay there. But I think they're going to get rid of Chikrin at some point. But, you know, <laughs> you would hope that this season that they're in this small barn that they would have had a killer team. Like, You would think, I mean, that would be amazing if they were like, oh, by the way, we're playing in this itty-bitty, you know, stadium, but we've got this kick, kick-a team that's just going to dominate, you know. I mean, can you imagine the atmosphere in a small area and doing really well? So I really, really thought that the 5,000-seat arena, that I was not going to be able to get season tickets. Mm -hmm. I called today, and I was like, hey, I'm looking to get season tickets. He's like, oh, yeah, where would you want to sit? Let me send you a map. So I'm like, okay, they got plenty of seats available still. Well, how much were season tickets? Um, you can get a season ticket for forty five hundred bucks. That isn't too bad. I mean, divided by that's still like a hundred bucks a ticket. Yeah, hundred bucks, hundred bucks a game. A little bit more than a hundred bucks a game, but still, because there's forty two games, mm-hmm. and maybe they they've already sold all the cheap seats. Yeah, or maybe they're just like, hey, we're just gonna charge a hundred bucks a game for these tickets. That's what I mean. I wonder, like, you know, is demand real low? So they're like, yeah, we're jacking up the prices. Which to me, I'm like, does that drive the demand for like? Does every team be like, oh, we're taking an off season in the big arena. We're going to the, the small arena to like drive the, or have they shot themselves in the foot and people are like, I want to get tickets and like it's a hundred bucks a game, like hundred bucks a game. I haven't paid a hundred bucks to see the Arizona Coyotes since <laughs> they went to the Western Conference Finals. Even then, they were cheaper than a hundred bucks. Probably the Western Conference Finals. They probably were not a hundred dollars. Your nosebleeds were were cheaper than a hundred bucks. I bet you they were. <laughs> That's Mark and Cody and Choi went to a Western Conference Finals yeah. game when the Coyotes played L.A. Yeah, I didn't go. I was broke. I just you know got. <laughs> Lexi was just born, so I was spent, on the, I was on the mission. We spent a week in Disneyland. I was like, yeah, guys, I'm I'm busted. <laughs> I I can't go, but they brought me back a T-shirt that I'm pretty sure they they bought in the parking lot. <laughs> it was a good time, and yeah, so. The I even was like, hey, ADA, I can get ADA for ten bucks more than that a seat. Man, 
Jeez. So, yep. So I guess it'd be almost five grand for you for ADA seats. Yeah, for a season. But you get two, you're looking at nine grand. But, you know, maybe it's worth it. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe the, that's what I'm saying. Like the resale market, if you don't, if you bought season tickets at a hundred bucks a ticket, but they don't sell out the arena and the ticket price comes down, then you're just out of money. Yeah. So, I mean, that's your, I mean, they're like, they try to sell me on the, like, the, you get a lot more benefits to all these other events. And so stuff. what? The high school? I mean, the college? Probably. I don't know. Maybe they're selling some concerts in there. I kind of look at that and go, I don't know. Many kids are going to be like, you know what? Tuition this this semester or season tickets to the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> That's about your six is about on price right there. Yeah. So maybe maybe there's a couple college kids. Well, you know, maybe they got rich parents. Maybe it's going to be a real college atmosphere in there. I hope so. I think it'd be freaking. Do awesome. Do you think there's more people that go to the Coyotes games or go to the Arizona State games? Mm. Come on, it's got to be the Coyotes. <laughs> you really think there's going to be more people going to Arizona State? I mean, I don't know. They are D one. Um, maybe. They... Are you saying the hockey game? Yeah, I you were just talking about games in general. I was like, well, I'm pretty sure their football is going to bring in a lot more than Arizona <laughs> oh, <wow>. Coyotes. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, Coyotes fans. That's who. That's who Utah played last week, right? Uh, yeah, they played. They played they Arizona. Play SU? I think they played the. I think they played Arizona State last week. But I don't know. But I saw a highlight from an Arizona State game, and the the seats weren't that full. Uh, football, but maybe it's because it was the end of the game and they were losing already. But yeah, so yes, they did. They did play them. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Utah won. Benny's a U University of Utah alumni. He should probably know that. Uh, yeah, I know, right? And say, <clears throat> just don't ever use your brother's season tickets to BYU to root for Utah. <laughs> and say, he 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 without admitting it, it admits it that. I think he's still bitter about it. Ben's never been allowed. Back I've actually, to... I've never been invited to another game after that. <laughs> and he said he would invite me, but you uh, can't wear any U of U gear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a, that was a fun. That was a fun game. That, that's about how I think he felt when he, they thought Toronto and Colorado were going. I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to root for Colorado. And it was like, oh well, then I guess I don't know if I can give you a ticket. <laughs> yeah, because he's got his up for the for the finals games. But um, let's let's keep on moving. Let's go to Winnipeg. They got a new coach in Rick Bonus. They extended Pierre Luc Dubois. Um, they took the C from Wheeler. Yeah, I know. Saw that. I think that's a <clears throat> bad move. Yeah, I do too. Like to just be like, oh, by the way, you're not captain, and we're not even making a captain this year. You're like. <laughs> Okay. So you think he like wants a trade, or you think he's just like, all right, whatever? I don't know. I I, I kind of wonder how that conversation goes. They, yeah, they just show up like, hey, sorry, you've been demoted. Yeah, I mean it's happened before. Where like they, I mean, I think back to Dustin Brown, and they were gonna retire his jersey and stuff, and like, I think that is like a repayment from taking the C and giving it to Kopitar. <laughs> <laughs> Which after they took the C from Dustin Brown, <laughs> they pretty much have sucked. Yeah, they've so, had like their little blips of like, uh, what was it last season? The season before it was like, dude, Kings are on fire, and then it was like, yeah, just give them time, and then sure enough, you gave them time, and they proved to everybody that they just went downhill from there. Yeah, I mean, we can we'll get to LA in a minute, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I I think there's a rebuild coming to Winnipeg. 
mm-hmm. in the future. I think there's a lot of good players on that roster that they yeah. can probably get a lot for yeah. and kind of push this roster that way. But as of right now, I don't see them making the playoffs. A really good roster that's not going to make the playoffs. And a good goalie and everything. Yeah, I mean, they could. They could be like that old, that wild card lucky, but I just don't kinda see Kind of like it. Nashville, like, get in, but then get swept. Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of my thought is if they do make it, it'll be like a one of those games that's going to be, you know, or one of those seasons where it's like, well, it's going to come down to the last three games to see which out of the three teams makes it into the wild card spot. Yeah, and I think that's what the Central is kind of full of, those teams that are like, they could be good, but they're not going to do anything. Because, yeah. like, I mean, go to the next team on this list, Minnesota. I mm, Nope, I'm going to say Minnesota makes it, and I'm going to say they're second in the division going into the playoffs. <laughs> yeah? Yep. Well, I, I could see that. Because they were pretty good last year, and like honestly, I thought they would have gone to the Stanley Cup Finals last year. I think I put that in my bracket. Mm-hmm. I was m- very mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> and Flurry, I don't think has it anymore. I still think that they. <clears throat> I think he'll do good enough with the backup to make it to the the playoffs, and I think that they'll finish second in the division. All right. Well. I mean, they did pretty good with this roster. They really didn't change the roster that much. I think that they're working on building over a, a good, solid roster, not with, like, we got big-name players. I mean, you know, Flurry, but... Krill, Krill the Thrill, where does he end up on scoring? Mm. On the scoring race. Are you just saying overall? Overall. Uh, Is he even in the talk of, like, you know, our mm. Ross or Rocket Richard? No. No, no, no. no. Okay, I he's just he, gonna score a lot, but yeah, not. I, I think, but not like a top scorer in the mm, league. He could maybe fall in the high tens, you know, like eight, nine. top ten goal scorer. Yeah, but he's not in the top five. Okay, so I think they're gonna be the same old Minnesota where they barely make it in the playoffs <clears> and they lose in the first or second round of the playoffs. <laughs> second round, I'm calling it second round. Um, and then here you go, another a mid-grade team. I mean, so far we have Nashville that I say is a mid-grade team and on that could make the playoffs, could not make the playoffs, but they're not going to be at the top of the league and they're not going to be at the bottom of the league. And then you got Winnipeg, same boat. Minnesota, yeah. they're in the same boat. Dallas, right there in that same boat. <sighs> I think Dallas makes it. Wild card. See, and I think the Central Division is really just the center of the NHL. <laughs> You know? It's probably true. It's probably true. <laughs> they got well. They got Arizona, which I think is banking on Connor Bedard. <laughs> oh, the fall, the yeah, fall, the fall for Bedard. Yeah, but and they got Colorado, which will be at the top, but we haven't got there yet. So Dallas, I mean, they got a new coach in Peter DeBoer, and I mean they added like Mason Marchment, but like not really much going on there. No, no. So I think they're going to be. I mean, they they have one of those they have one of those rosters where they got really good players. I mean, they got Jason Robertson, they got Jamie Ben, they got Tyler Sagan, they got Haskin, and you know, they got Otterdring. Otterdring, I don't know how to pronounce his name still, but he's a good goalie, and they could do really good. And they went to game was a game seven against. It wasn't the Abs. They went mm. to game seven against. Oh my. Gosh, who was it? Game seven against the Blues? I want to say it was the Blues. Because then the Blues played the Abs. Yeah. Because they beat yeah. them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So 
that was a good little matchup. But, yeah, I mean, I don't see him doing much more this season. And then what do you think about St. Louis? I think St. Louis is going to be the third in the division, and this is the last year they make the playoffs. Well, because Ryan O'Reilly and Tarasenko could become UFAs in the summer. Do they become UFAs, or do they get traded? Uh, I think they're going to try to keep them, and it's going to cost them, and that's why it's their last. I, I And I honestly think St. Louis, um, it comes down to, um, is Bennington going to be the, the good Bennington or the mm-hmm. not-so-good Bennington? I think he'll do good. Good enough to be third in the division, and then they're going to lose. I'm going to guess. I think first round. I think first round, and then they don't make the playoffs the following year. But they got a solid decor that's locked up for like four years. I I, mean, Tory Krug, Justin Falk, Colton Pareko, Nick Letty, all locked up for like four years. Yep, but I just think that Bennington's locked up for four more years, I think. But. At forward, I mean, they just gave Jordan Cairo a huge, you know, contract. But beyond that, I just don't see much. Tarasenko's been injured multiple times. Ryan... But I don't think he, he's already said he wanted to be traded, and they haven't traded him. Yeah, that doesn't do good for either yeah. you know, side, and that's where they are with him. And I think Ryan O'Reilly also sees the writing on the wall. That I mean, he's the captain of the team, though. I mean, yeah. I could see him keeping Ryan O'Reilly. You think they they spend the money on Ryan Riley? Yeah. Do you think they trade Tarasenko at the deadline? Mm, I could see it to try to get as much. Out I of him. I think they should trade him next month. Well, yeah. But and 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 don't leave it till that because when you trade him the deadline, you're saying we're we don't want to win. But if you trade him in October, you're like let's get something to help us win the rest of the season yeah. and grow as a team. But I think that they're going to look at it as like, oh, Tarasenko has done us good. We've always made the playoffs. Let's keep it going. Even though he wants to get traded, I think it's let's keep him because we know we can get there. And then if it comes do or die, whether they're playoff contenders or not, then they're going to trade him. So they made the playoffs, you think? I do. I do think all they right, made the playoffs. All right. And then Chicago... They are just they're they're not going to do good at all. I think that they are starting from scratch and basically saying like who does better, Chicago or Arizona? Chicago. Chicago does better than yep, Arizona. Chicago okay. does better than Arizona. Yep. But finish. But I was going to say I think Chicago is looking at like you know what we've had this. I hate to say old team that did so well for so long that they're like yeah we got to keep them we got to keep them you know and now it's like. They're just not performing, so I think they're kind of just like, you know, taking all that old talent and just slowly just the funny thing it was out this, and just bringing in younger I mean, talent. They traded away Duncan Keith a couple years ago, but Patty Kane and Taves are there still, and they want to stay there still. Yeah. Well, I don't know about Taves, but Kane's almost been pretty open about. Yeah, I want to stay. Yeah, and I want to, and that's. I mean, I think it's it's good. For the for the fans and for the mm-hmm. team, and it's not good for like oh we're not going to get a draft pick for him. Yeah, but I think it does better for the city to keep him. Yeah, and let him just walk. Well, I think Taves is gonna. I think Taves is gone soon. McCain stays. I could see Kane resigning. Yeah, yeah, I could too. But I'm just saying Taves. I could see Taves resigning too. Yeah. yeah, but if Taves resigns, I just don't think he's gonna. That's what I mean is... Well, they're both going to get a discount. 
I think. I mean, I Kane could probably get another ten for two years. Yeah. But Taves is probably going to take a three, two. He's not getting the ten million again. No way. No way. <laughs> no way. If you saw Benny's face right now, <laughs> that was the best part of this podcast. <laughs> But I mean, they traded that that middle core. I mean, the younger guys that are really good. They traded away Kubalik, Debrinket, and Strom. I think they're going in like, okay, we're gonna start from scratch from the bottom. Keep some veteran talent to keep that same core team style, and then eventually train that younger, you know, generation coming in, and then eventually that older generation's out, and then you have. All this young, good talent that's your core, and then you bring in even younger talent after that, and then you have this upcoming team that's all prime minutes. So if if Taves doesn't come back, Kane does, do you make Kane the captain right away? Mm. For the last couple seasons, or do you try and no, find I, somebody I else? I honestly think they're going to pick somebody younger. Or they just don't give it to anyone? Like, why not just give it to Kane for... Last two seasons. I'm just I mean, saying. If he resigns and Taves doesn't, I think Taves will too. So I think he'll stay the captain. But I think that they're going to do more for that organization and bringing in young kids that want to play. You know, I look at it like the the backup goalie that wants to make it playing behind the veteran, or the veteran becomes the backup goalie. Yeah. And you know, and is now playing. You know, and a younger goalie gets to be his starter. I'm just saying, I just think that they keep the old talent just for the purpose of creating that culture well, they, with the team. And they brought in, like, Max Domi. I mean, that's a kid, like, I think he's kind of made his rounds in the NHL. And he didn't pan out to be the player that everyone thought he was going to be. Yeah. He's been all over mm-hmm. and just hasn't really found a home. And so I think that... Yeah, but you, you want to... Bringing him in, I think that's good for both parties. I think it's good for Max Domi to go to a team that has... No expectations. So, but to me, you want to know why I I look at that as like, okay, that's a smart move because one, if he's been all over, he's cheap, and if he's been all over, he's dispensable. Yeah, I mean, if he and if he does have a great season, that's then right. A, then he's a piece, you yeah, know. The that's end. right. But and but so Seth Jones is there, big money, long time. Are they able to trade him? Or like you said, he's not that great. <laughs> he's good, but he's not that great. Well, well uh, this is where I go back. Was is he good? And not that great because he wasn't on a team that was great. Yeah, maybe. The players that worked with him. Was he on a team that, you know, favored setting up the D and doing those things and working with the D? Or is it, no, you're, you're more defense, let the offense score? I mean, that's what I mean. Is Where does he fall in the style of play of hockey? Or, or does he stay and he is there for when the other, the other, the, the Calvary finally yeah. shows up. Yeah. And they're back to playoff team. And he's the Duncan Keith. He's the Duncan Keith. <laughs> Just saying. Maybe, maybe. So, Chicago not making the playoffs. No, no, most definitely not. All right, so, and then brings us to the last team on the list, Colorado Avalanche. They finished top of the division. They definitely don't win the President's Trophy, um, but they do finish the top of the division. Yeah, so they're going to win the division. They're going to make the playoffs and deep run again. Yeah, I think that they could make it. To the finals? Hmm. Maybe they don't win it. Who else in the West is going to contest them? That's what I want to know. The West, the used Oilers, to be I, so. I think, the yeah. Oilers. You think it's another Western Conference showdown between the Oilers and Avs? Mm, I could easily see that. Easily see that. But out of out of this group, you think they make it out of this group? Ooh, oh, out of this group? Yeah. 
to the because the playoffs will be you know it's it's based yeah, on yeah. your division so they make it out of this division <clears throat> yep, yep, in that bracket one hundred percent yeah okay I I would say and this is you know I don't know if we got time to jump into you know but I I just got a feeling Calgary Calgary and Oilers yeah let's mm-hmm. well let's, well, let's, let's let's jump over the Pacific let's okay. let's go do that let's get over the Pacific um, touch on Seattle Kraken uh, they're still gonna suck. But I think in like five to seven years, they're going to be a powerhouse. Five to seven years. Yeah, I do, actually. There's no team in the NHL that keeps many players for five to seven years. Mm-hmm. But I do think that that's how long it's going to take for them. Ah, okay, maybe three to five. There's been more teams that have ru- that have risen and fallen in five to seven years. <laughs> I, I just look at, I mean, I kind of look at the way the Avs played and were, I mean, I always joked around that it was like started at the bottom. Now we hear, you know. Yeah, they because, really did. They really. <clears throat> I, mean, I mean, they went from and bottom. they had McKinnon at that year. Yeah, and they had Landeskog, and they didn't have Rintinen yet. Rintinen yet. No, no, they didn't. They didn't have him yet, but they so, had a lot of that core though. So then, that's where to me, I think the Seattle looked at it and said, you know what, we're not going to come in. This is just Ben's personal opinion of what he thinks the Kraken is doing. Is that they didn't come in and say, we're going to be the next Vegas Golden Knights, which they should have. I yeah. really think they should I think they should have did it for marketing. And, oh, yeah, 100%. And, I mean, because still there's probably, like, when I, we watched a Seattle Kraken preseason game last night, and still to me when I see them play, I'm like, they're an NHL team. You know, like, I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't really feel real. Like, it yeah. feels like this team that, like, teams are just having an exhibition game against. So, this is this is why. Even though they killed it last night. Oh, yeah. I think they won, like, 5 nothing at the end of the, the night. But so, this is my opinion. Vegas, I bought my season opener tickets for $161. You know, inaugural game, which yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, 161 bucks. We're in the top, you know. And we're kind of in the corner, and I'm like, geez, we're spending a million dollars. Now, those same tickets are probably $100 more. For the home opener this year. After a year, they didn't make the playoffs? Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Vegas, coming in hot. Yeah, they didn't win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, they did a really good job. Yeah, they put all their eggs in one basket. Do I think they're going to be good for a long time? No, I don't. But for marketing purposes, their tickets will always be expensive from here on out. Because they had such an amazing fan base from the start. And Seattle had an amazing fan base before they started. And they should have done that to drive that home. But instead, I feel like they were like, you know what? Let's actually do the slow build so we have a team that's good for, you know, five to, you know, one to five years instead of a team that's good for like one to three years. Now, I guess Vegas has been good for five years. But I think they're looking at it as like, let's do the slow build, young talent and start from the bottom and work our way up rather than let's go all in one and then go from there. Yeah. So they picked up Martin Jones. I mean, that's really one of the only big pickups they had. But Martin Jones, so now they have three NHL goalies. Yeah. So they have Drieger, um, Grubauer, and Martin Jones. Yeah. And I think that they're just going to go with whoever performs best. Yeah. And each one of those. I mean, they did pick up a new AHL team, the Coachella um, Fire Valley or uh, the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Okay. And then they feed from the Kansas City Maverick. It's from the ECHL. Gotcha. Um, I did want to mention that Daniel Sprong uh, signed a PTO there. That's a professional tryout. But did you know Daniel Sprong is the only NHL player that has been the last couple years from the Netherlands? 
Hey. He played on the Ducks, uh-huh. and then he played on the uh, Capitals for a while, and so now he's maybe playing for Seattle. He would have a chance. I, I and I wanted to buy a Sprong jersey when he played for the yeah for the Ducks yeah. because you know Dutch, and then I wanted. I was like, oh, he's playing for the Caps. Maybe he should buy a Sprong jersey for the Caps. And now he's playing for Seattle. Maybe I'll get a Seattle Sprong. I didn't say, I but, have... he may, but he may not even play. It's not a professional tryout. Yeah. I'm just saying, Seattle, the Kraken hold a special place in my heart, 100%. Served my mission there, loved it, been waiting for the last, you know, 10 years for them to get a team. I mean, we, thought, always... we thought we were going to go to the home opener, Holy. but like Benny said, we were going to go to the home opener for the Vegas Golden Knights. Ben ended up going. I did not. He spent $162 on those tickets. Cheapest the... tickets I could find for Seattle were 700 and no. Cheapest I could find were 800 800 bucks. And that was them dropping down from $1,000. Yeah. So... Do you are you gonna go see the Kraken play this year? Uh, I mean, what about on the road? You think uh, on the road? Uh, are you gonna see the Kraken play this year? I would love to go see him in Colorado. That would be awesome. When do they play in Colorado? I don't know off the top of my head. Just saying. All right. Well, I'm gonna find out. We're gonna bookmark that. <laughs> so, you know, we had somebody even offer to let us stay at their house in Colorado for free if we really wanted to. Let's go. What are so, we waiting for? work and things like that get in the way and it's you know a sad excuse but Benny there's always an excuse yeah I said I said it's a sad <laughs> excuse you know what excuses are like everyone knows think <laughs> <laughs> what that comes out of <laughs> everyone has one they always stink alright so they are announcing a new mascot on Saturday the I, first I hope it's the Sasquatch <laughs> so they they had an ad last night during the the thing and they're like what about the Sasquatch? And like this guy's like, like the Seattle Sonics. And this guy comes on and is like, well, the Seattle Sonics are coming back. So that's already taken. The Supersonics? They, he said, you know, like, they're probably not. But like, that was what he said in the video. So like, I think they wanted to rule out that it's not going to be a Sasquatch. Mm, so disappointing. And like, I had a conversation with DJ. I don't know if you know DJ but about this today. And I was like, so what do they what do they do? And he's like, probably like a squid or somewhere. And I'm like, how do they make that work? How does a squid walk up and down the aisles? Like, yeah, I know. And he's like, well, it's probably look like Squidward. And I'm like, Squidward. <laughs> and I'm like, so forever, like whatever name they give it, like whatever. Seattle always comes up with some, you know, woke name or whatever for, you know, <laughs> for stuff. But if it looks like Squidward. It'll be Squidward <laughs> forever. Oh, oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> I really hope they just come out with a character like Gritty, and it's just absolutely just nonsense. But it's I think they go the exact opposite and come out with, like, the lamest looking, like, like if you imagine, like, you know how they, like, throw those sockeyes, like, or, uh-huh. like a stuffed sockeye? That is, like, just a straight-up, like, sideways fish face oh, you <laughs> coming out, hey, of a ma- out of a jersey. I mean, you just made me think of SpongeBob. It always makes me think of, like, the, the fish that's always sideways. Yeah, and yeah. Ha- and his mouth is just, like, <laughs> it just... That's what they make. Like, just a fish face going straight up in the air, and the mouth is wherever it wants to be. But it's, like, you just took a stuffed fish and stuck a jersey on it. And maybe he doesn't even have arms. Maybe, but maybe I mean he's got to have arms, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. like like little thin arms, like. But it looks so lame, almost that it's funny. It's so ridiculous that everyone can't not get something. Like he's got one eye on one side and one eye on the other. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. I would have to get something. Yeah. So I mean, 
it, they'll probably come with something cool. And I think gritty's the new standard. Yes. And I think they'll follow suit of something ridiculous and crazy. Yeah. And somewhere along that. Demeanor. I could see it being a squid. Except for I don't think gritty would work in Seattle. Um, you know, I don't know. <laughs> His personality, I don't think is a Seattle personality. <laughs> I would say yes and no, because a lot of people in Seattle, like, love their sports so much that they're almost, like, kind of rude about it and hold grudges and stuff about it. I mean, when I was on my mission, the Sonics had been gone for years, and they probably sell more Supersonics gear than, you know. Any, I mean, because they're bitter about it. Yeah, they're so. I mean, they hate the Oklahoma. They do. I don't know how many shirts I saw that say "robbed," and it has the Supersonics (laughs) logo on it. You know. Yeah. No man. So, Seattle make the playoffs? No. 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 Mm -mm. You said they sucked. I think they'll suck still. Yep. All right. So moving on down the list. um, Long podcast uh, coming up. (laughs) Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, They are that. You know. One of the three teams that are shooting for the the wild card spot. Oh, yeah, so I think I think you're probably probably right. Phil Kessel though, in Vegas, I like it. Get I mean, a fat head. I'm not a fan of Vegas, but I'm a fan of Vegas for uh, Phil Kessel, and like it'll be his thousandth game when they play the Leafs, I think, or he'll break the Iron Man streak. I think I mentioned it last mm-hmm. week on the podcast. Yeah, but yeah, so that's kind of cool that that. Um, <laughs> You know, he's playing there. Um, you know, I just don't know. I mean, did you know that Vegas, I don't know who came. They did like a road trip, but they came here and had like an open skate in August. No, I didn't know that. I mean, they probably brought some, you know, draft picks, whatever. But yeah. I didn't know that happened, but it did. They're playing in the Frozen Fury mm-hmm. on the 6th. Make sure you go check out that. The Frozen Fury, Vegas versus L.A. on October 6th coming up. Next week. Yeah, I know. We're trying to figure out a way to make it, so. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Deciding whether I'm taking the whole family or, you know, but we'll probably just end up taking the whole family because, like, who, who do you leave? Like, Brooks wants to go. Alice has final games. Lexi wants to go. Yeah. So I'll probably be there with my whole family. <laughs> so it'll probably cost me an arm and a leg because, like, the Arizona Coyotes, it's about $100 a ticket. <laughs> no, I think I looked and you could get pretty cheap tickets. Yeah, when you times that by five. Oh, well, yeah, it's definitely costing over $100. 100%. Yeah, so um, they traded Pacioretty for a used puck bag to Carolina. Bruce Cassidy's the new, the third coach. They're already on their third coach. Yeah, that's a little ridiculous to me. So that's why, like I said, they're one of the three teams. They, uh, they got Shea Weber, even though he'll never put on a jersey because he's already retired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they finally got rid of Dadnov. They tried to, you know, pull a last-minute deal last year, and the Angels said, ah, not today, <laughs> not today. <laughs> and so they finally got rid of Dadnov. Um, so you think they are making wild card? I said maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe wild one, card. They're one of those three teams that it's the last three games of the regular season. Does Jack Eichel finally turn into Jack Eichel this year? Nope. No? Nope. Is he the top scorer? Uh... Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Or I mean, they got Mark Stone still. Yeah, you know, I kind of think Mark Stone still, to be honest. Yeah. So, see, like Vegas is, is they they said playoffs in three, Stanley Cup in five, 
and they they almost got Stanley Cup in one, and then in five they missed the playoffs. Yep. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> so they kind of did it a little bit reversed, but now they're going through the growing pains. That the Now them and the Kraken are almost on the same page. Yeah. Except for they have a more superstar roster than the Kraken, and they're against the cap. Yep. <laughs> Seattle, I think that Seattle is way really. far, and they got all the time in the world to do the slow build. Yeah. So um, we'll see if they make the playoffs. Uh, I think they make a wild card. San Jose, not really much excitement going on, and you know, like like we always like we used to talk that the three California teams were so yeah like exciting. San Jose, I mean, they got a new they got a new uh, coach, David Quinn, used to coach the Rangers. They got a new GM and Mike Greer, um, but they did trade away Brent Burns. See, Benny's even yawning. That's how boring the San oh, Jose Sharks are. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, they still got Hurdle, Couture, Carlson, and Vlasic on big contracts. Mm-hmm. Are those guys going? I don't think no. anybody wants Carlson or his contract. No, I think Vlasic maybe Couture is probably like like the biggest chip they have there in Hurdle. But I mean, Couture is now the captain. I, I don't know. see him making the playoffs. No, no, I don't see it either. But. Again, they they're maybe they're a surprise team. Maybe there's one of those teams that they deserve it. So LA looks like a solid good team. LA Kings. We're jumping down the LA Kings mm-hmm. now. Yep. Just, I think they look like a solid good team. Kopitar's and Dowdy are still their their best players, but they're in their older ages. But the young guys have now grown to be players. Like yeah. you know, yeah. they're no longer just schmucks on the bench. They're growing. I think Quinn Byfield is in his like second or third like full NHL season. Mm-hmm. So I think look for him to take a leap. Um, but I think they're going to be good. I they I think they made the playoffs. I think they're the the third spot. Yeah, and and, and, uh, and like I said, the the West is not as strong as it used no to be. No way, no way. Like looking at these two divisions, like you got to like you know, toss some chips up in the air and see where they land to see who makes the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, um, LA, I could see making the playoffs. Um, Anaheim Ducks, um, they add a couple good players, but not, like, amazing. Like, they added Kulikov, Klingberg, Vetrano, Ryan Strom. You know what? I think they make the wild card. You think they made the wild card? I mm. mean, they went on that run last year yeah. with nobody, and then they, I don't know if they, they're like, whoa, guys. Slow it down. We're still trying to rebuild it, right? Yeah. Because they just took a turn. It was like they were in the playoffs, and like we we were talking about this surprise, and I mm-hmm. thought they were going to make the playoffs last year, and then they just like stopped. They just hit the brakes. I really think between them and the Kings, they both make it, and that third spot is up for grabs versus the wild card. Okay. okay. So they could flip flop. So I think Ducks could be third, Kings could be in the wild card, or vice versa. I mean, John Gibson stayed. Everyone thought that maybe he would leave, you know, get traded, but he's there. I'm glad he's still there. Unless he's going to Toronto, stay in Anaheim. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I love that he's still there. He's my favorite goalie in the league still. And I like watching him play. We go see Ducks, you know, here and there. Um, is it the Trevor Zegras show? I mean. I mean, and then Mason McTavish just got the MVP of the World Juniors. They won gold. Mm-hmm. He's killing it. He's coming. He'll probably be on the roster this season. Yeah. 
And so who scores more goals, McTavish or Zegris? I think McTavish. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You think in two years, who's wearing the C? Mm, I could see Zegris. See, everyone loves him. That's why. But is McTavish a better player? But I think I think a captain is that that personality, you know? You look at Landeskog and McKinnon. McKinnon is the better player. But Landeskog is the, the, is the captain. Is the attitude. Yep. But Zegris is not a Landeskog. Yeah, but that, <laughs> but Landeskog is another is a horse of a different color. I, I would I, take Landeskog on my captain on almost any team in the NHL. Oh, I agree I with I think that. he is one of the best captains in the league. But I also see not all captains have to be the exact same. Yeah, because you know, John Tavares, the captain of the Leafs, not my favorite captain in the league. Oh, I think he's kind of just a boring captain. Yeah, he's kind of just a me me me. Yeah. I think it was a, a way to get him there. We don't need to open that can of worms yet, but yeah, he's still there. But and has a no trade anywhere clause, which he can stay there as long as he wants. You know, getting yeah. paid, and why would he ever leave? That's where he's yeah. from. But we won't open that can of worms right now. <laughs> so that's my opinion. So it's, I mean, Zegers, he gets the NHL cover. He's got, I mean, he gets the NHL cover on just being a good, fun player. That's why he makes captain. He becomes the good, fun player that creates the atmosphere that the Ducks probably want to have. And, dude, the Ducks, like, you would think as the Anaheim Ducks, like, who would want to play on the Ducks, you know? But I think the Ducks look like the funnest team. Okay, the Capitals look like the funnest team to play for. But the Ducks look like the second funnest team to play for. (laughs) That's my opinion, is you want that fun environment, you get a fun captain. Yeah, and but... Hopefully they like to compete, but both those guys, McTavish and Zegers, have succeeded at high levels of mm-hmm. hockey wherever they've been at. So change this number to number eleven. You think that LA Kings and those guys, one's third, one's wild card. Yep, and it could be vice versa. Okay. I think when I make my bracket, I'll probably even put the ducks in the third spot. Oh, okay. All right. So Vancouver Canucks. Mm. Um not a whole lot went on there. They added Kirsch Lazar, Ilya Mikheyev. Um, but the big thing is they extended JT Miller. Um, I think they're they just keep growing as a team. Yeah, and give it two years, and I think that they'll have a a playoff. They could get a playoff run, but I don't think that they're going to get it this year. Well, I, I look at I look at this, and I'm like, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of the Central, where you have one team in Edmonton that I think is the clear f- favorite, mm-hmm. and then you have three or four okay teams in Vegas, Anaheim, um, Ducks, Edmund, I mean, and then Calgary and Vancouver. I think Vancouver makes playoffs. I don't. They're a good team. I just don't think that they're going to do it. Right. I think it'll be one of those ones that like, yeah, they might have that like, oh my gosh, they're on like a seven or eight game winning streak. They're in the playoffs. And this is in like the first month of the NHL or second month. And people are like, yeah, Vancouver, Vancouver, Vancouver. And then they're just like, pfft. <laughs> and they just drop off. Yeah. All right. Well, I think they made the playoffs. Um, so, and then we jump over to the Edmonton Oilers. Um, yeah. I think they make the playoffs. You think they win the division? Mm. I mean, they extend Patrick, I mean, uh, Evander Kane, which tied for the goal lead in the NHL, even though they didn't go to the cup finals. You mean in the playoffs? Yeah. 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 I know. In the playoffs, <laughs> he had, he was. 
he tied. Was, he, he tied. Was, yeah, but he was there saving grace in the playoffs, really. I mean, he, my opinion, he was the difference maker. Yeah. If he, they would have won it, they would have said, find yourself an Evander Kane. <laughs> you know? So. Um, so I think that they win the division or lose behind Calgary. I can't make up my mind yet on which team I think is going to win the division. <laughs> Well, well, we'll we'll see, I guess. But so, I mean, Edmonton. I mean, they got Jack Campbell. That's their biggest thing. They they took the worst goalie tandem in the league and got rid of it, and they added Jack Campbell. And then their backup is Skinner. Probably not going to play that much. I think Jack Campbell is going to be a workhorse this season. But if he gets injured like he has in previous years. They're done. Well, yeah, yeah. That's why I, I kind of, mm, I don't know. I just still can't. Their, their scoring is going to be awesome, but the amount of goals that they get scored on them is going to be terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, do they win on just pure offense, or do they end up losing because they just can't stop the goals being scored on them? Well, I think Jack Campbell's a really good goalie. Yeah, but I, I'm just. But opinion. I don't think he's the savior. No. I mean, their <laughs> but, saviors score a lot of goals. Yeah, that's always how they win, and that's how the Leafs won, too, with him as the goalie. So we'll see. I think I think they they battle for the division lead. I think they do, with Calgary. Yeah. Um, they also added Greg McKegg, which is probably just the best name in hockey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like Butch Navich just because it sounds good, you know, but, yeah. but Greg McKegg, that's got to be the best name in the NHL right now. <laughs> that sounds like, you know, your your made-up hockey name, you know. <laughs> oh, he's real, and he plays for the Edmonton <laughs> But Mike Smith is still on the team, but he's going to go on LTIR, with, you know, which is basically just off the books and out, yeah. of, uh, out of the net. Yeah. Sad for him. I think he wants to play, but I think it's a – Sweep it under the rug, kind of mm-hmm. dirty move because they're yep. up against the cap. But, yep. <laughs> um, and then last team in this division is Calgary, which I think looked like a fire happening in Calgary. You know, like at the oh yeah, when uh first day of free agency, like you're like oh Calgary is went from a team that was like a contender like had their amazing season to like oh man why does nobody else want to play there mm-hmm. I mean come on Daryl Suter he's got to be one of the coolest coaches in the league yeah <laughs> he's a fan favorite but maybe yeah. playing for him sucks and those yeah. guys didn't want to play for him I don't know but I mean they lose Gaudreau they lose Kachuk um, they I mean after the Calvary showed up they traded Sean Monahan for a used puck bag. But, I mean, those are... Dude, I pick him up in my fantasy league almost every year, and I'm always like, ah. Sean Monahan? Yeah, and he always just sucks it up for me, I feel He's like. supposed to be really good, and he doesn't do it. Yeah, every time. But, but yeah, so, I mean, when, and they lost Jan Kroc also. So, I think when you look at it, like, you lost those four players, like, top four players, you guys are going to suck. But then, like, wait, they got Huberdu? Yeah. Led the league in assists last year? Yeah. Like that's I I mean, I don't know. I think I think the Flames won that trade. I think they did too. Both both teams traded. Both teams signed both players for you know big money. 
long contracts. Mm-hmm. And, but I mean, I like Matthew Kachuk more on my team because of all the extra, but I'd yeah. say Huberdu is the better player. Yeah. And I think they won the trade. Yeah. And, um, they, and then the, the, the sweepstakes that went on for, you know, a month for Kadri. Yeah. Everyone says he's going the Islanders. Everyone says, well, the longer it goes, looks like the odds are actually going to sign him. Yeah. He's holding on for that. And, and then out of nowhere, he's going to the flames. Yeah. And it's like the flames looked like they were on fire. Like I said, and now they look like a contender again, mm-hmm. a little switch up, a little switcheroo. And sometimes I think that there is teams that just like, Hey, let's just, you know, throw, throw yeah. the, all the dice back in. It's like, it's like they were playing Yahtzee mm-hmm. and they were on their third role and they're like, Hmm, I don't know. I, I am not going to get my large straight. Mm-hmm. And so they picked up all the dice and just roll them out again. Say, I'm going. I'm going for a full house. You know. But wait, no. Let's just. What go I was for trying the... to get isn't going to give me those points. So let's yeah. let's pick up the dice and let's roll and see what yeah. we get. Yeah. So, um, I like Calgary. I think they can make the playoff playoffs. Um, they also extended Mon- Manjipani and the hometown Trevor Lewis. So, you know, it's always fun to watch a Calgary game to see him play. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the only guy from Utah. <laughs> we need more of them. That's right. We need more people from Utah that are like, hey, that guy's from Utah. I don't know where it's at. Just throwing this out there. I had Trevor Lewis sign a team pitcher. Little did he know, I put my own face and my dad's face in the pitcher. <laughs> yeah. I can't find it anywhere, but I got him to sign a pitcher. And, Goofy, and Goofy's in the pitcher. Yeah, too. or something like that. Dude, I just. Change people's faces to my own and my dad's. Yeah, so so Ben printed out the Kings picture from this from the, the Stanley, Stanley Cup. Cup, but he before he did that he edited his face in it, my dad's face in it, Goofy in it, yeah, and then took it to the mall when he came yeah. to the store mm-hmm. and had him sign it. Yep, that was I, I bought one of those. It was like his like jersey thing, yeah, plaque with his signature. I think it's right there. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in this room, but it's right there. There is. There is a lot of stuff in this But I do have a picture of him in the cup that I had him sign also. So I've got some cool stuff and excited to see him play. And yeah. I think that's I think that's it for the for the you know the for the NHL preview Western Conference show. Might have been the longest podcast Nick's ever recorded. Oh, we've had some long ones. But this okay, I gotta this may be the longest episode so far. This, I'm pretty sure, depending on exactly how long the interview is, is two and a half hours long. It's going to be that great. Hopefully, you're still listening. If you are, promise it's, to you, give it you up. You probably have already finished the whole Game Changer season. You've already driven home, and you're driving back to work the next day because you didn't. You're probably driving home again because it's that long. Hey, we're just giving them some more. True. They want more of the podcast. It's true. So, with that, we won't keep you any longer. You Til- have a great day. Till next time. <laughs>